0: In this episode of Man Versus Marriage, this might be a sensitive subject. We're talking access and privacy. Not that kind of access, baby. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Man Vs. Marriage. It is I, the Q-Dog. And I just realized that uh, on my mic I'm getting a little bit too loud because I am pegging this sucker out. I'm going to work on that. Anyway, we're going to talk today about a subject that may be sensitive to some relationships. And we're going to give you our take and where we sit on it. And then you can give us some feedback where you sit on it. Okay, you know by the title already. This episode is about trust, and what we're talking about today, your phone, your computer, your email, your passcodes, your privacy. Does your spouse have access to it all? Your bank accounts. Should your spouse have access to it all? We will get right into this, my people. Remember. The email is Quincy at M V S M That's M V S M podcast.com. And my name is spelled Q U I N C Y. And with that, every time I spell my name, I want to say M-O-U-S E, but I'm not Mickey Mouse. I don't, mm-hmm. it's just so weird. It's the it's the tune in my head. I'm not going to go down that path. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are today, and we are talking about access. And should your spouse have access to all your information, your money, et cetera. So we are gonna start. Ladies first, what are your thoughts? What what personal beliefs do you hold when it comes to passwords, access, phone, everything, honey? What are your thoughts?
1: You already know that. You have access to everything.
0: I know that, but if you don't tell this the people listening, then it doesn't matter. I'm asking you to explain your position on this so they hear it from you.
1: Well, I give you access to anything you want, really. I mean, I there's no reason not to. Um, and it's proved to be a benefit to me over the years. So it, it limits people and their stupidity if they know that you have a relationship where your spouse can go into your phone whenever they want to or... Have access to your social media anytime they want to. Um, I think it's just a matter of I, I never have to worry about if there's something I'm gonna run across something in your phone that I shouldn't. Or yeah, you know, I it, it eliminates um, eliminates a worry for me, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I know um, i I know it might not be popular, but for me, every password I have you can have because I trust you and we've built this trust over time when we got married you know there was no Facebook or Instagram or anything like that anyway you did spend time in chat rooms um, both before we got married and after we got married but in my opinion I can't think of a reason like you shouldn't have all my information if you want to go and peruse my DMs, do it. You want to look at my email? I just I get to I,
1: tell all those people sending you stupid pictures that you're not interested. <laughs>
0: I really just usually <laughs> I know, ignore we them. Delete them because because people find me on Instagram. I usually go and vet the people because you you know like I'll look in there from time to time, and if somebody's following me. I'll go look at them and if they look like an actual human being, if it's five pictures of you in a bra or your accounts private and the other people, I don't know. I just, there's like a a small litmus test and it's like, I'm not going to follow you for porn. I'm not doing it. And then if somebody is following me and their account looks like that, I usually just block them and get them gone. But the only time I would ask you not to get into my email is around Christmas time when I'm ordering you gifts. But
1: Well, yeah, there is that. But, I mean, that's different because we have separate Amazon accounts for that reason. We have separate um, – Quincy actually puts, like, on the tag, Christmas do not open, so that I know not to get into there. Right. <clears throat> Otherwise, you know, everything else is fair game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't really – I don't see the point in not having access. If if you have something to hide, then it's kind of like, mm, what else are you not telling me?
0: Yeah. And then, then the other side of that is like, if I'm feeling so insecure that I need to ask you to go look at your DMs or your social media or whatever, what are we really dealing with? Because for some reason, our trust is fractured. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like... My phone is charging, but if you wanted to go look through my DMs, I I don't have a problem with it. It would, it would spark some curiosity into me with with like, what are you what are you dealing with, or what what's what's the conversation in your brain going on, and just tell me about that. Um, and I wouldn't need any extra time to unlock my phone because you have the passcode to my phone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have the passcode for my email, and if you don't, you ask me for it. You're gonna get it because I believe in. You know, open honesty. So, do you have any do you have any friends that don't operate like that? And have they talked to you about why or or what does that look like?
1: Um, I do know people who keep their stuff private and to themselves, and a lot of the time it's because you know they might have someone that they trash talk with or that they share stuff about their relationship with, and they don't want the spouse to see the conversations because maybe it's something that they would say to their friend but they wouldn't say to your face. <clears throat> but I don't know. I'm I've never been okay with that. I mean, if we really look at it from our perspective and our, our situation, you travel a lot. Mm-hmm. So you locking up your phone or keeping it in places, not letting me have access to it, that could potentially open a can of worms. Not that you would be necessarily hiding anything from me but it would plant a seed. (coughs) I'm sorry, cough button. (coughs) But um, it just, it helps, you know? I mean, we have, we have little things that we do that maybe other people would think is silly, but like when you go out of town, you don't just call me on the phone and talk to me at night before you go to bed. You FaceTime me from the hotel room Mm -hmm. and you show me the room and You know, where you're staying usually because, you know, you get upgraded on accident or something and it's like, oh, my gosh, look what I got. But it's helpful for me because I it's not that I don't trust you, but it eliminates anything getting in my head that I could have a reason not to trust you.
0: Yeah. And there have been times in our relationship where I've dealt with insecurity and I'm looking at like, oh, is she hiding? Why is she putting her phone face down? what's what's going on is she is she hiding something from me and you really hadn't given me any
1: Usually reason if my, if my phone is face down it's because I have a book open and I'm not hiding it from you. I don't care if you read it, but I don't need other people in the house reading my material
0: well, <laughs> I just say when you start to get suspicious and you feel insecure um you notice you anything. you'll start looking at something that could be innocent and start creating like Your own storyline. Because I think at one time there was some military guy that was, well. Oh,
1: yeah. I got a DM DM from somebody that wanted to be my friend, saw some of my pictures, and, you know, he's supposedly coming back from overseas, and it's like, okay, well, if you saw my pictures, you would recognize that 90% of them are my children, all eight of them, by the way. And myself and my husband, I don't generally put stuff up of my, adjust myself. If I do, there's a purpose behind it, but, um, yeah, we've had a couple of those idiot things come through and it's just like, I, I've, no. I mean,
0: I've had DMs come through. that's like, Hey, handsome. It's like, it's pretty obvious. You're not looking at my Instagram. <laughs> you, you, if you were looking at my Instagram, you would know I'm not a guy you would address as handsome because I see me on my Instagram. But uh, you also see me with my children and me with my wife, and so you—it's a bot, I'm sure. But during that time, where I mean, you even showed it to me. and You're like, this weird guy says he's from the military, and you were telling me about it, mm-hmm. not hiding it from me. But I was just really insecure at the time for whatever reason, and so I would—I started looking at those habits, like, oh man, what's happen What's going on here? What is—is is, is she hiding something? You know. Wherever your mind can go. Kind of like when, you know, um, I started getting fit and you were worried about, you know, me going out to the bar with Josh and, you know, Mm -hmm. doing all those things. I mean, I think sometimes that has to do with insecurities. And if you're doing no-no things or you're creating emotional relationships with people from the opposite sex and you are harboring those things on your phone, you really need to ask yourself... Why is this appropriate, and would I appreciate my spouse doing the same thing? you know what i'm saying and if if you don't i'm I'd be interested to hear from you why where you stand now look, I'm not saying you have to live by this standard this is the standard for our relationship, and like i say many there are many people whose relationships um are not like ours, like you know spouses well, will lead separate lives almost and it there seems. are
1: things that You know, we respect the privacy of, you know, if you're having a conversation with someone in your phone, and um, I'll use an example. We have uh, a couple of friends who are going through something with their family, and he specifically reached out to you. There will be times that Quincy will say, if you run across this, please just go past it. I gave them my word that I wouldn't discuss this, and it's a privacy issue more for them Mm -hmm. than it is for us. But by putting that out there, and because we have the relationship that we have and the understanding that we have, I never get that, well, why is he hiding this from me? Why don't they want me to know? I don't get that jealousy or that that um, insecurity about it. And it's the same with us, you know, I'm, on my end, if I have people I'm talking to, I talk to my sister a lot, and there are some things that she might mention to me, and I'll throw out, hey, if this comes up, just scroll past, you know, or if I... Have to tell you, you know, I'm talking to her and we're in the middle of something. And you're like, "Well, what are you doing?" Well, I'm talking to my sister. Give me five minutes. This is kind of important and personal. There's no. Um, it's not like we get mad at each other because you're having a private conversation with somebody. Yeah, of course. And I don't know the information. But there are people who do get frustrated. Well, why do you have to talk to them? Why can't they talk to somebody else? Or, you know, if if it becomes one of those relationships where it's all the time, and it's pulling you away from your spouse. Then that's where the seed of jealousy and insecurity comes in. No matter whether it's a friend or someone of the opposite sex, it's pulling you away from your spouse, and that's that's what creates the issue. So it's more about balancing and borders, I think, with with what we do and how we do it. But it's something that that we had <coughs> we had issue with for a while, um, not because we didn't trust each other, but because other people didn't understand the level of trust that we had or the relationship that we had and when it it finally got to a head it was like I had dms I had stuff going through instagram I had stuff going through facebook I had you know private conversations or text messages and finally it was just like just because I'm the a-hole that I am I posted it on facebook if you don't understand let me be clear my husband has access to everything I do so if you are trying to tell me something and you don't want him to know about it, you're failing epically. There is no, he doesn't know about this situation. Yeah. And it, it helped shut things down pretty quickly. <clears throat> but it was a matter of, um, you know, you you need to let people know these are our boundaries. Mm-hmm. This is what our relationship consists of. There are times when people will, will talk with us. And it's like, well, I just want to talk to Quincy. But if it's someone you're uncomfortable with or you don't trust, you'll say, no, you can you can talk in front of my wife. It's totally fine. That, to me, helps keep people from being stupid. Yeah. You know, because you, you if people who are like that generally have a lot of things going on behind the scenes and maybe their relationship is in trouble or it's not what they say it is. And so I don't want to be a part of that. I, I don't even want to be, even if it's just a, a, a conversation of like them talking about their problems or whatever. If you have a a spouse who is constantly questioning you because you have, let's say not so trustworthy behaviors, or you Mm -hmm. have a pattern of behavior in the past, I'm not going to be the one that you're going to be texting to discuss these things without my husband knowing, look, this is the conversation because if that person's spouse comes back at me I want somebody else to know this is what's happening. There's nothing else going on here. You know, being that we do the podcast and we have people reaching out and emailing, Quincy's very forward. Do you mind if I share this with my wife? If you're not emailing me and you're emailing him, then there's a reason. And I'm fine with that. But you need to know before he tells me anything, I want to run this by my wife. Is that okay with you? If you Mm -hmm. say no, cool. If you say yes, fine. But understand If there's ever anything that comes across that seems sketchy, we notify each other immediately so that we don't have an issue going down the line.
0: Yeah, and if if, uh, Mm -hmm. there has to be certain levels of accountability, too, um, because I don't want to set us up for failure. And, you know, so if a woman is emailing me, you know, relative to the podcast, then... Jeannie needs to know about it mm-hmm. because Jeannie is a woman and she is my wife. So, you know, we we do give full disclosure when we're communicating with you um, in the email. And I want to, I want my wife to feel as comfortable as possible because she's, you know, it, uh, from your side, when I have to travel for work, you're here and you're doing the daily grind and you're dealing with the difficulties that come along with our life. And I want to make you, I want to ensure that you feel as comfortable as possible. Um, you know where I'm at, you know what I'm doing. I believe we have a high level of trust with one another, Mm -hmm. but anything I can do to make you feel a little bit better about it, um, just makes, it just makes sense to me because, um, you know, someday you're going to go on a book tour. And you're you're going with me. I, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I do want to go with you, and I will. But there may be occasions where I just can't. And we have, you know, we've built that level of trust where it's like, okay, you're out doing your thing. Um, you're staying in a hotel. You know, you're interacting, mingling with people. And I trust you're not bringing somebody back for a conference in your hotel room, which I never tell anybody. I learned this. By going to these work meetings, you never tell anybody what your hotel room number is anyway, because Mm. mysteriously you'll have drinks charged to your room (laughs) that you didn't get. So it's like, keep it a secret anyway. But I never want... There never needs to be a shred of impropriety, in my opinion. And I like to keep it all above board. So it's not like, hey, you know, come on back to my room and, you know, we can go over these quotes. No, it's not happening. Yeah. It's not going to happen. (laughs) And if you need to get in contact with me. Um it's always open if I'm on a call for work or whatever. And I can't. I mean, you know, you have you just have access to my stuff and I feel it's important that we have it that way. Um I'm glad we agree on that. I think it I think it really strengthens the bond of trust. Now I haven't I haven't come to you or I'm not like sneaking around and getting your phone and going, "Ooh, let me let me look and see what's going on here." I don't know how I would approach it to say I'm uneasy about something. I just show me your phone. I, you know what? Who knows what that conversation would be like. Um,
1: well, that's that's funny too because when that situation happened with us, it was me that was uneasy with the text messages and stuff that were coming through because I didn't think that the person was actually like offering and hitting on me the way that they were. It just didn't make sense to me because the most of the time, my relationship with other people. I love to banter. I love to talk trash. Dirty jokes are pretty easy for me to come up with, and they're random. I mean, it's just something that I've always done. So I never really connected that somebody took that as flirting, mm-hmm. or took it as an invitation, or you know, I'm, I'm gonna go see you for uh, a tattoo service, and my husband's not coming with me. Nine times out of ten. It is very, very rare for me to go get a tattoo done without you being there. Mm -hmm. And if you're not there, it's going to be with Miranda or it's going to be with Dan because they have a relationship that we know and trust. But prior to, it was like, I didn't have an issue being alone with a tattoo guy. It's not a big deal. But then when things got kind of awkward, it was like, dude, something's off.
0: Well, when he's texting you in the shop where his wife or fiance is sitting at the front and you're talking to her and saying that you're beautiful today. That's a, that's a problem.
1: Well, see, that was, that was the like seal the deal moment right there, because I didn't really think the conversations we were having and the jokes we were passing back or anything outside. Cause we joke like that when you were in the room with us doing tattoos, it was just banter.
0: Just joking. So yeah. it didn't,
1: I never took it seriously, but see, that's the thing. You never really know what the other person is thinking or what their end game is, and when it finally came across and I had someone else with me in the conversation, I was like, okay, is it just me? And my friend was like, no, that's not just you. It was blatantly obvious. like, okay, now how do I approach this with Quincy because I know you're going to get mad. My concern was you were going to be mad at me and think that I was doing something. But once the conversation came out, it's like, I, I mean, you could see it. I showed you the text messages. I, I talk this way. This is normal conversation, whether you're with me or not. So I don't understand how it went this direction. But the last one, when he was texting me with, with his wife in the room, and it, you text it to me, I'm standing right in front of you. You could have said something. I mean, you have no problem telling another woman with me in the room or next to you, you look very lovely today. It's very very, it's very rare?
0: lovely is not language I would use to another woman that's not my family member. Um, but if I if I'm going to say something or compliment somebody that we know, I'm not I'm not typically going to comment or compliment a woman I don't know. Yes. Um, I'm not going to do that because to me that's almost like you know, I could say something. It opens like, oh, an I, invitation. I, yeah, to it's me. like, oh, I like that shirt. But when I was getting a tattoo, and y'all were just joking back and forth, I didn't. There was nothing that I picked up on, that was like sexual invitation type stuff. So there's no, I, there was nothing I saw or nothing I heard going back and forth. Now the text messages, it's been so long, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but you know, like with Miranda. Our current tattoo artist, uh, and Dan, like, I, I talk back and forth to Miranda. I consider her not a, not a daughter, but maybe like a sister, but I'm very wide open. Anything I text her is generally a surprise for you, or it has something to do with tattoo, or, you know, if I'm praying health or whatever. stuff or things you know, like that, yeah. You know, things of that nature.
1: But those are things that you guys have in common that you and I don't usually, <clears throat> like, the health stuff and the... the keto and all that's not something that I'm into but that is something that you and Miranda click on and Danny and I are both like yeah you all enjoy that we're over here talking shit about something else because that's what Danny and I do yeah but it's it's we were up front with them when we came to them and said this is what happened in a previous location and we need you to know I'll be coming when he's coming. She'll be coming when I'm until we get comfortable. And both of them were hands down. It's like, oh, absolutely. Miranda's like, if I saw you making a pass at him, I'd be in your face because Dan is hers. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, we speak the same language and we understand each other. And the, the interesting totally thing
0: was, is that they said it wasn't the first time they'd heard that about uh-huh. that particular guy. And so he tried to send me messages and call me and say that it was nothing like that. And I was like, I, as oblivious as I can be, I know what this is. So we're done. And, of course, the first thing you think of is a guy, a guy's hitting on your wife, it's like, I'm going to go break your freaking hands, dude. <laughs> you know? I, that's where I was at. It's like, you know what? Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hurt you worse and never give you another dollar of my money.
1: Or anybody else's that we know.
0: And encourage people to stay clear of you because I don't know, I don't know what my wife could have said. Well, it turns out it was multiple women. He was throwing things out. Oh yeah. He
1: had, he had several people, but but it was like free. You're going to offer me a five hour free tattoo, but only if I can come during the hours that my children are in school and my husband's at work knowing I never do tattoos without you. yeah, It was just odd. It was just very, very odd, but I never took it. Literal, because I was like, dude, no. I'm not going to let some I have never, ever, even with the people that we know and trust, allowed anyone to tattoo me for free. Ever. So if you're not asking me for money, what are you asking me for? Yeah. That's that's the scary part. But because you and I were able to go through the conversation and go through the text messages together and go, look, dude, I, I didn't see this as being anything more than just two people talking and joking around i had no there was never a sexual innuendo passed between the two of us that would have said i'm open for this conversation yeah and and
0: plus the two friends that introduced us to him they had fun joking back and mm-hmm. forth but it was all joking but you know come to find out there were multiple girls on instagram or whatever that he was dm'ing and you know to it's it's pretty it's a pretty low quality human being that would try to seduce a mother of eight to do the things he wanted to do for a free tattoo. That is just low quality. Not only to you, but also to his fiance. That is just low quality human.
1: Well, not even counting the kids. You're approaching a woman who has told you, you have seen. You and I, we've had our rough spots, but we're happy hmm you're my person that doesn't change just because I get free artwork yeah that you know it's like yeah I, I'm not that hard up and the fact that someone would think I was shallow enough to need a tattoo how do you explain to your husband you got a five-hour tattoo for free I mean where where does that conversation go you are looking to destroy something
0: mm-hmm. that's that, what I say
1: that I have built years and lots of sweat and tears have gone into building this marriage. It's not just, I'm a mom of eight. I'm somebody's wife. I'm somebody's everything. And you're willing to try and screw that up for what? 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was the, that was the idea that I was marching towards is like married, eight children, a life, you know that. So, and, and when guys are that, or girls, for that matter, or that low class, that shallow, um, that selfish, that deceitful. It's just not somebody that you want. And I'm what I'm glad with is that you were able. You didn't even have to say anything to anybody. You just went on Facebook and posted, you know, so that you know, <laughs> and whoever you were talking to knew because his fiance was all about that public drama. You just put this out there so that, you know, my husband has access to everything. So it's not like, you know, you're going to get, there's no secrets here. It's coming this way. And I think that was, uh, I think for us, we, I, I'm glad that we had developed that level of trust through both of our insecurities, you know. um, But I encourage you, if you, uh, A... If you're being a deviant and hiding things from your wife and being a low-class human being, get your life right, bud. Anyway, if you're doing things on the side, you they may seem harmless to you or like, you know, communicating with someone else. Um, they may seem harmless to you, but it may not be harmless to the other person because you don't know what their thought process is and what they're picking up on. And I, there would be times where I'd have to, I would have to talk in a text with someone that's not my wife, you know, female-wise, because I was doing some pastoring, at the, mm-hmm. you know, at the church. So there's people you got to talk to and counsel. But my phone, my computer, it's all wide open to Jeannie because we took seriously when we said we're we're one, you know. <clears throat> and like she said, if there is a, a precursor, it's like I'm having a conversation with this particular person and here's what we're discussing just so you know if i see you know if i was to come across it for some reason you know know this please don't read it etc um so there you have it trust do you have some (laughs) where do you stand email me happy or sad email me give me your thoughts how's your relationship set up help us learn from you Because that's what we want to do. We're always looking to get a little bit better. All right, baby. Anything else on that one?
1: No, I think we're good.
0: All right. She is Jeannie Moran. I'm Quincy Moran. And this is Man versus Marriage.